meetings. Why you likely hate them, but you must have more of them. This is Dennis Plintz, and this is the Hustle Podcast for Real Estate Agents. With over 15 years of experience and over a thousand homes sold, this is the place I'm gonna share my experiences. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody and anybody that wants to push their business to the next level, let's go. Let's talk about the vastly important issue of meetings. Uh, vastly is uh, probably underestimating and understating what we or I in particular have thought about meetings and need to share with you. It's been the single biggest contributor to my team's success, growth, and cohesion. That uh, is a mouthful. And here's why. For so many years, I've resisted what is known as the team huddle. One of my early mentors, I'm going to call him out as a thank you, Frank Lonardelli, love you to death. And it started back in a forum group, an amazing experience that absolutely supercharged my growth as a younger, less gray-haired entrepreneur uh, and a group of other guys. I was the youngest and at that time least successful, all things equal. And that meant I had the most to learn. So thank you, Frank, for the lessons you imparted. And one of them was the team huddle. And secondly, what I'll just insert as a tip from my notes, if you hear that and hear nothing else, please know one of the other very important things to do is be around successful people. Get in a group, a business group, a mastermind group, a forum group, and stay. And don't just listen, but contribute. So being the least successful, youngest, I had the most to learn. So my ears were always wide open. And this topic around team huddle and sales meetings and rallies and, you know, check-ins gets talked about a lot. And it did then. And it unfortunately was happening when I was early in my career. And one of the realities of being a real estate professional is we love the independence we get. It's one of the most attractive aspects of probably why you're in the business, have gotten it and are staying in it. But just know, as I say and say and say and say again, the freedom is what I've learned often is what causes people to have to get out of the business because we don't know what to do with our freedom. One of the things I'm saying right now, short, concise, and meaningful, and a must do, is use that freedom to meet your team. That could be as simple as your wife, which was my earliest team in real estate. Or it could and is likely going to be something as important as your direct team your sales team, your administrative assistant, your lead buyer's associate, your business partner, team huddle. We have substantially scaled up the frequency of meetings and this comes hot off the heels of my latest round of initiatives as we plan next year and our business plan and a major shift I'm making is to the frequency in which I meet one-on-one -on -one with my team members. Mostly because I have learned to love it you know, there is nothing that replaces the importance and the outcomes that we have eyeball to eyeball. So I'm going to deviate from saying team meetings to say client meetings right now as well are just as important. In an information age where digital signatures and digital meetings and conference calls and face calls and video emails are all so exciting, nothing will ever, ever, ever replace the value you'll get from you know, sharing oxygen, seeing somebody's eyeballs, reading their body language, listening to the tone, the inflection, the pace. Did they come early or did they come late to the meeting will tell you so much more than an email. So one, meeting your team, 
and two, meeting our clients, is becoming increasingly valuable as it's becoming less frequent. Our team started meeting almost five years ago regularly. A business coach consultant that we met stopped all of what we were discussing early on in a full day session and said, wait, you guys don't meet regularly? And it was one of the biggest critiques and recommendations that he had for us, which was meet regularly. So we scheduled a Tuesday standing meeting, our standing huddle, and the rule of thumb is unless it's divorce, distress, well, blood or distress, but divorce, distress, or holidays, you have to be at the meeting. And even in those circumstances, around funerals or holidays, we have often conferenced in, or I have particularly as the team leader, because I'm pumped to talk to my team. Secondly, have an agenda. So standing meeting is number one. Weekly or daily, a time that is, is not movable unless you have two or three circumstances that cause it to have to move. Number two, have a standing agenda. This is an outline, starting with the most critical elements. Our standing meetings often start, if not always, start with one of two things you must do. One, a one-word check-in, or two, a good news story. You see, both of those, we want to be a positive introduction to where we're going, but they need to be short, they need to be concise. And sometimes the one-word check-in can be concerning. The value of a one-word check-in gives me an accurate read and others an accurate read of me on what's happening in the moment. We summarize it to say it has to be how you feel right now about work and family and life in general in this moment. One word. Hopefully it's a positive word like good, excited, optimistic, busy. But if it's negative, that's where we stop the meeting. We do take a two minutes or three minutes check in to come back to it, to clarify, make sure everybody's in the right headspace. Or I often cycle back to people after if it's a really intense word like shitty or frustrated. So have a standing time, have a standing agenda. And three, last but not least, make sure everybody's reviewed and contributed to the agenda in advance. So we've recently adopted a new system where we're all reminded of the team meeting the morning or the night before. We have a link in there to the agenda. And then we keep track of who's filled in the critical answers to the agenda, like one word check-in, most critical, most pressing, most urgent, what needs my attention, and what's most exciting. The agenda is up to you and your culture and your objectives and your goals. Um, And the thing that isn't up to you or anyone else is who contributes to that agenda in advance. Because last but not least is the work that goes in, in between and in advance of the meetings is what makes the meetings worthwhile. My greatest mentor to date said to me once, Dennis, you are so good at booking meetings because I love coffee meetings and client meetings and check-in meetings and follow-up meetings and prospect meetings and lead generation meetings and fact-finding mission meetings and cookie meetings. I love meetings because that's what generates our business. But Dennis, more important than how many meetings we book or you book or I book is how we prepare for those meetings. Meetings will make all the difference to the growth, success, and trajectory of your career. I wish you all the meetings you can handle. And if this has meant something to you, has challenged you or provided insight or you need anything else, please message me directly. That's what feeds my soul in doing these. It's what excites me. It's what keeps me engaged in doing them because I think they matter. I know they've made a difference to my career. Hopefully they do to you. It's Dennis at Plintz.com. And the compliment you can give, of course, is share this and tag me 
show me that you believe in it, you've cared about it, share it on social or otherwise, and I will say thank you directly. I wish you all the success you can handle today and in the future. It's Dennis again at Plints.com. Have a great day of meeting.